Welcome to All or Nothing in Real Estate, an exclusive real estate platform created to take your real estate career to the next level. My name is Matt Smith and I run the number 15 real estate team in the nation. For years, I've had mentors and colleagues pour into me and now it's my turn to give back. This is not your typical real estate podcast. I work in the trenches every single day and I'm offering you real advice, no bullshit, no fluff, no theories. These are proven processes that will take you to the next level no matter where you are in your business. My team was also featured as an Inc. 5000 fastest growing company in the nation and I'm also a real estate coach through Cheplak Select Coaching as just another way for me to give back. So I have just one question. Are you ready to give it your all or nothing? All right guys, welcome back to episode nine of All or Nothing in Real Estate. Um, in this episode, we are going to get to know the one and only Lauren Pimentel. Lauren is a top producing agent on our team. She's in the leadership um, on the number 15 team of the nation. Um, she's a family, uh, family-oriented uh, mom and wife and just a great overall person. And she's going to break down and share her story today with you guys, which is a very inspirational story, and give you some tips from the trenches that brought her from a brand new agent to a top producer on the team to transition to leadership, and now some very, very important things in a new market that we're opening that Lauren has taken on more more roles on. So um, Lauren last year sold 57 homes on our team for over $12 million in volume, um, and she was telling me before the show started, you did that while taking two and a half months off. Yes. It blew my mind whenever I broke down the numbers. Yeah. So um, we're gonna we're gonna work on that to get you <laughs> maximize your time. No, the the cool part about that is is that it's part of what we do on the team and what, what hopefully we can help you guys do in this uh, what watching or listening to this is it's not all about doing more. Sometimes it's about doing less. Sometimes it's about leverage. You have this yeah. battle with time and money. And Lauren has done a very good job at breaking down and figuring out that sometimes time is more important than the money. Yes. <clears throat> All right, Lauren. So let's let's start with your story. So let's let's break it down to the very very beginning. Um, what made you want to get into real estate? Oh, I love sharing this story, <laughs> and it's so simple. Um, I'm sure, like many people, you just come to a point in your life where you're working a job 40 hours a week and making twelve dollars an hour, <laughs> and um, I needed more. I wanted to go on vacations. I love to travel. Um, I wanted to pay for my daughter's wedding. I want to pay for my kids' college. And if you add up and carry over the one, you probably don't have enough money to, to do that at $12 an hour. And, How does that um, math work? You add up and carry over one? Yeah, and then okay. it's it's still not enough. As a side, <laughs> as a side note, I'm excited to hear this story because I actually haven't heard your background. So this is going to be fresh for me too. Yes, I'm excited, super excited to share it. And again, thanks for having me on yeah. episode nine of this podcast. Um, I love hearing your guys' story. I love being surrounded by inspirational people. Um, and it's just a really great environment to be a part of. So... Uh, this was now almost eight years ago that I started in property management, um, had worked at some great jobs throughout high school and right after high school and um, had worked at for um, another company that really taught me who I did not want to work with, who I did want to work with and the meaning behind who I am and kind of helped me self-discover. And so I came across a property management position and accepted that um, eight years ago. Worked it for four years, absolutely loved it. Um, 
I loved the people I was working with. I loved helping people, helping renters who were stressed out, moving to the military base. And um, after four years, there was um, just two of us that were managing about 450 properties. Which, let's stop there for a minute. For those of you who don't realize, I, I've been around the business for a while, and um, and my wife actually runs our property management company. She's been in property management, for, property management for a long time, and they had a rule of thumb in the same market that Lauren, with one other person, managed 450 properties. Um, she had a rule that one person can only manage 100 properties because that's all they could handle. So that puts a little bit of perspective of what Lauren's capabilities are and what her work ethic looks like. Yes, and so it was a really great place to work. Again, I, I loved what I was doing, who I was doing with, but I did not like my paycheck every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I had a friend who uh, was just getting into real estate, and she's like, Lauren, I've known you for a while. I think you would be amazing at it. You have a great personality, good work ethic. Um, for most of my working career, I've always worked multiple jobs. Um, I, just, I love to work hard. It's something that drives me, helping people. And so after a few years of property management, I had asked for a raise, hoping that you know I could stay where I was at and just make more money. And um, they kept going back and forth. And finally, about six months later, they said, uh, now what are you wanting for a raise? And I had told them and they said, okay, they, did, they carried the one over on their end. And <laughs> they said, we'll give you five cents more an hour. Whoa. And okay. I, wow. <laughs> so I, uh, that night I went on and ordered my real estate class. I did it online at a, a new baby and um, a seven-year-old at the time, um, eight-year-old eight at the time. And yeah, just dug in to do my online real estate license. and. So this is lesson number one for listeners, is if you want to do something, you have to take action. Lauren yes. took action immediately. Yes, that night, as a fact. And just know that if you want things in life, yes, I, I loved what I was doing, but if you're not happy, you have to go out and make that change. You can't wait to win the lottery. That was my backup option. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't getting me anywhere either, so... I knew I was going to have to to put the work in if I wanted to be able to travel and provide for my family. So, um, so four months later, I finished my real estate. Um, three to four months later, did my online course and um, then got into real estate. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so um, it's it's important. There's a couple things I want to pick apart. There is that number one, Lauren um, loved where she was at, but she felt like she was capable of more. She wanted more for herself and her family. And so what did she do? She took action immediately, went out and said, I think I I'm going to get into real estate. And that night, went and ordered your course. Like, somehow you had enough money to do that, right? Because it was important for you. <laughs> yes. Um, but you did all of this while still working a full-time job, while having a new baby at home and another kid at home, and got your license. And then let's talk about what happens next. So next is you go into into being a real estate agent and the first office you worked at was not Matt Smith Real Estate Group, um, it was a different office. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Yes, yeah, so that's my next favorite part of the story. Um, you can only have one favorite part. I know, but this one's really good too. Cause yay, I got my license. I'm gonna, real estate's gonna be easy. I'm gonna be able to just like sell all these homes. It's, I'm just, it's gonna be easy. The money's gonna be rolling mm -hmm. in. And it's not like that at all. And so with, I went to go work with a friend and she had a team and um, 
if you research, I, I did not do any research on the statistics of real estate agents being successful and what the fail rate was. Um, so again, I went in to the office thinking that, you know, I'm just gonna be able to call people and start selling houses right away. Um, there's a lot of fees involved with real estate that you have to pay for. Um, and there's a lot of training that goes into being a great agent. And so let's break that down a little. You mentioned failure rate. So for the audience, so they understand, failure rate in, in real estate is roughly 87% of real estate agents fail mm-hmm. in the first three years of business. That's my math. I don't have to carry the one. That means 13% <laughs> of them make it through, right? Yeah. Um, and then another stat that follows that, and don't quote me on this, but I read a study that said somewhere around 80% of those people, of the 13% that make it, Make, would make more money working a minimum wage job than they do in real estate. And so we're talking about new people into the business. There's a huge barrier to entry. It's easy to get your license, but it's not easy to be successful in real estate. And I think that's kind of what you experience at your first place. Exactly. Um, and so with starting there, you know, I, I had assumed that every place would train you, but if you really look at real estate agents, um, the stereotype that they have is you're, you're, it's, it's hunger games out there. You're on your own. You, you either make it or break it. And someone doesn't want to train you because they don't have the mindset of abundance and they want that business for themselves. Yeah. They think that they have all the secrets and they're going to keep it to themselves. It's, right. it's so, it's so funny. I'm, I was tying that into what we're doing here with this podcast. Like how many secrets have we given away already? <laughs> right. You know, like it's, it's, the mindset of abundance wins. And so what I'm trying to do with this movement with All or Nothing and what Lauren's going to contribute to here is that we want other people to be successful. We want other people to achieve success. There's a feeling of fulfillment that you get when you help other people climb that ladder to success that is unmatched by any amount of money or anything else. And so I'm trying to achieve that more. And so what I'm trying to do with All or Nothing Real Estate is share stories like this, share practical tips, what Lauren's hardships that she went through, lessons she's learned, so that in case you're in a similar spot, maybe it can help you pull through as well. Because it's, to Lauren's point, there really there really aren't a lot of secrets. They're just doing the next right thing right. And if you do follow the steps, you do the next right thing in the right order, magically, consistently over time, it looks like success. Right. It, t- it took me... Eight years, nine years to become an overnight success, right? It just, it takes time. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that it's easy. As an example, it's easy to get into real estate, but the numbers of people that are successful in real estate are astonishing because number one, the industry doesn't have very much education, but the education that they do have, the people that are the quote unquote leaders that are sharing stuff, number one, the stuff they're sharing is very much, in my opinion, it's reading from a book. It's not teaching on theory. It's not teaching from the trenches. And that's the difference here in what we're trying to do and what I feel like, um, I'm probably jumping ahead here, but I feel like probably the difference in your training from your first experience to now being on the team is that the training was different. And that's kind of what we're trying to share here on on the podcast is to share training that's actually helped us be successful so we can help others be successful. So if you don't mind, break into a little bit of what what were maybe some downfalls of that first um, first experience, and then then talk about your transition to the team? Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Everything that you had mentioned is that the training you had said the difference in training from the first place to to where I'm at now is that a lot of companies there's an absence of training, and so 
there you go in and um, they don't teach you how to help navigate through scripts and help people problem solve where the difference here is that we are giving you every single tool to help problem solve and that's part of what real estate is all about well that's i mean that's my definition of sales that i came up with a long time ago if you want to be a salesperson all you have to do is solve problems where too many people go wrong is they don't dig deep enough to find out what the actual problem is too many people will look at surface level problems and they don't dive deeper to get to the root of the problem so you can truly help people. Sales used to be fast talkers and smooth talkers and you have to do this type of clothes and all this bullshit. That's not what works in today's world. Right. right? What works in today's world is being developing the skill sets. Number one, you have to be a good person. You have to actually want to help people. Right. You have to find a way to dig deep and lower people's walls when you're having a conversation. And the only way to do that is by building trust, rapport, and actually figuring out what their problem is. If you can find out the root of their problem and then you solve their problem, guess what you just did? You made a sale. Mm -hmm. I don't care what type of industry you're in because too many people try to talk at people, they don't talk to people. And it's a huge, huge differentiation of how what successful salespeople do, what successful training looks like, and what unsuccessful looks like is that Sales is, I say this all the time, sales is not about what you say, it's about what you ask. And that's part of the training that we went through is that it's it's not, scripts are great, dialogues are great, but what's the most important part of the scripts and dialogues, Lauren? Uh, do you want the ask knowledge? Questions. And listening to yes. it, too. Questions that you ask and listen to understand, don't listen to respond. Yes. That's a big differentiation as well, is that too many people think that they their job is just to handle objections. If you want to talk about, listen to a podcast on objections, our last podcast, I believe it was episode eight. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, it, episode eight on objections is, it, it goes very in depth on this, so I don't want to uh, bore you guys with it here, but objections aren't usually objections. And so pe- too many people try to handle the objections, but they don't ask the right questions to, to figure out that it's just a surface level objection because they don't feel comfortable yet. You haven't educated them. You haven't provided enough value that they don't feel comfortable telling you what their true problem is yet. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the art of sales is figuring out how to navigate those waters to figure out their true problem. And then guess what? You solve their problem, you make a sale. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the company that I was with, the, the team I was on, she was a successful agent. Uh, she was able to convert leads and sell properties. Um but being successful yourself and helping train people, and I'm sure some of that was the mindset of it, but whenever I would go, whenever I went in, it was, hey, you call a person, you know, one or two times, and if they don't answer or don't want to buy a house, just archive the lead. And they had a ton of leads, but hmm. the no training on converting them. And so after I, I probably drained at least five or $6,000 in my bank, everything I had saved, um, drained it just in a matter of a couple months because of the board fees, the monthly fees. And so um, I was fortunate to go to church um, with, and someone on the praise team was with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. And, um, and we're in a small town where uh, it seems like there's more cows than houses, <laughs> as someone once said. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I knew I knew I deserved more. I knew my family deserved more. And so I wanted to be with winners and um, had 
talked this guy into having lunch with me one day and I said, can I just pick your ear about real estate and explain where I was coming from and um, ask- I, I wanna jump in here real quick. The fact that $6,000 went into your training that, uh, that that's no small loss. That explains how little training you were getting. You're, it's like, I'm not earning anything. I'm losing every day that I'm here. So that kind of puts in perspective how far uh, down you were well, at that point. Well, it's important to note too, Colin is, is not a licensed agent. So <laughs> and it's important. No, it's a great perspective yeah. because um, it's so important to note if you're an agent out there and maybe you're on a team or another brokerage, and you're, you're looking, sometimes agents look at the wrong things, right? Mm-hmm. And so, as an example, those fees that Lauren paid, a lot of that wasn't to the team leader. A lot of that was to the franchise that they, that they were part of, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of that was to the board, to Supra, to MLS, to all those fees that go into being an agent. And one of the things that I love about our team until the bill comes due. <laughs> that we, we take that off of the agent's plate so they can focus. Too many, I hear too many stories like Warren's where people don't make it into real estate because it's expensive to be an agent. Mm-hmm. And so number one, lack of training. Number two is the expenses. And so what we do, and we added a third layer with this new batch of people that we're bringing into the company as we continue to grow, is that we even paid for them, a scholarship them to get the license. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we are investing in our people so that they can focus on the things that help them become successful. Mm-hmm. And so for our agents, we take all the fees off the table. We pay them. Um, we have, I would put our training platform up against anybody else's in the nation. Because hands it's down. real training. It's hands-on. Um, and, and that's why our success rate is so crazy good on the team is just because we just pour into our people and invest in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then jumping back to, to where you are then. So, okay, everything's not going exactly where you were hoping. <laughs> so what, what happened next with that conversation? Um, so again, there was a light bulb that went off. So um, I had a pile of leads um, to call and one of them had answered and had purchased a house probably like six months ago. And it was actually someone that my husband had known. I said, didn't so-and-so like build or buy a house? And he's like, yep. And that was a turning point. I was like, this, I, I can't do this mm. anymore. And I was planning on going in real estate, giving it 110%. Mm. I wasn't working another job. Um, real, I was just diving into it. Would you say you were doing an all or nothing approach? I was doing all or nothing. That was perfect. Not even planned. Um, So yes, so I was giving real estate all or nothing going Mm -hmm. in. I was going to dive in. I was going to be successful and I was not going to give up until I I made it. And so at that point, um, once I made that call, um, I ended up reaching out to someone at our church and I was like, you're with the winners. We go to lunch and... Um, I had asked to to interview with the team, like, you know, I think that this could work out maybe, mm-hmm. oh, oh, we'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> and I think uh, within two days, Matt might have been out of out of town or something, but he came back on a Friday and I interviewed on Friday and um, that was the day that my life changed, um, accepted the position and got my license transferred, so. You said something that I wanna dive into. Um, and then, then we'll dive into the transfer to the team. Is you said that I wanted to be with the winners. Why? Why is Lauren's mindset even back then? What What made you want to be with the winners? Why? That's That's a very powerful phrase. Because I hate to lose, <laughs> and I hate failing, <laughs> and 
uh, with like I said, with being in a small town, you see Matt Smith Real Estate Group, Matt Smith Real Estate Group. You mm -hmm. don't see the billboards driving down the highway, mm -hmm. you know, not not those ones, but you see action. You see people buying homes with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. You saw people selling homes with Matt Smith Real Estate Group. And I couldn't even tell you what the other companies were because mm -hmm. all I knew was Matt Smith Real Estate Group. And I've lived in this area for over 22 years. And so for my adult, at that point I was 26, mm -hmm. 27, so. So you were seeing success and you're like, okay, I don't know how you're doing it, but obviously what I'm doing right now is not working. Can yes. you teach me? Matt, what was that transition like of, of, of bringing her into the world of Matt Smith Real Estate Group? Well, so part of Lauren's story that I don't know if she's going to tell or not, so I'll tell for her, is that when she came after she started joining the team, she asked permission because she had just spent all of her money. She mm -hmm. used to work a job while she started building up her business. Mm -hmm. And so what I know about Lauren is her work ethic is unmatched and that's why her success is where it part of the reason why her success is where it's at is because she was working real estate full time, working another job at nights, um, and still made it all work. Um, so that's, that's, that's the part that I remember about that. But I, I knew very early on, I remember talking with Don who is who introduced you to mm -hmm. the team. Um, and I, I had a, a conversation with Don, him and I were working late one night and I said, I'm so glad you brought Lauren onto the team because that's girl, that girl has what it takes. She's going to be successful. Mm -hmm. um, I, I said that in the first week of you being on the team. Like I could just I tell. I know that. <laughs> I, I just know, I, I know people and I knew that you had the drive and I knew that you had the ability and I knew that we had the platform where we needed good people like you. Mm -hmm. um, and here we are, what, three years later? Something Almost like four. Almost four, <laughs> four years Almost later, four. yeah. It's and amazing. Yeah, and so once I started the position, I drained my bank account. Mm -hmm. So I still wanted to give real estate my all. And so I was doing 40, 40 to 50 hours a week on real estate. Um, I come work here from 8.30 until I had to be at my other job at 3. And then working weekends real estate too. And so from 3 to, sometimes I would work the 3 to 11 night shift at a hotel. Mm -hmm which was great because I could prospect in between things. Thanks, Mom. And, <laughs> and I get my work ethic from my mom, who mm -hmm. hands down has always um, been, she's had amazing work ethic. And so she had a position open at the hotel that she managed. So I'd work 3 to 11, and then sometimes I would work the overnight from 11 to 7, and that was 40 hours a week on top of doing real estate and because I was like, okay, once I get my bank account back up, then mm -hmm. I can let go of that job. Did you carry the one? <laughs> yeah, I had to carry carry a couple of them over. Um, luckily, I had joined a team that the the franchise fees was extremely low, um, and then the team thankfully covered my fee. So I wasn't digging myself in more of a trench starting out to where I was able to focus on mm -hmm. my business with real estate, I was able to get training on what to say whenever we call these people, what to say whenever um, they had questions or a problem arise and I was able to help solve it because yeah. of the tr team training. 100%, and so going back to the, you said that um, that you wanted to be with the winners, right? And so we actually did an episode on this, maybe Colin remembers the number, but proximity is power. Mm -hmm. um, um, what episode was that? Episode seven, uh, I believe it was. It's who you surround yourself with drastically impacts who you become. Yeah, and so yes. I think that's so crucial that if you guys are interested, and I go back and listen to that episode because we, again, went really deep an hour or so talking about that. But it's crucial to Lauren's success that she wanted to be surrounded before she was 
I mean, is it fair to say you were failing in real estate? You were drowning in, you'd spend all your money, there was no closings, there was nothing, it didn't look right, right? And so you said, all right, I need to be around the people that are achieving success. I need to be in proximity with the people that are doing big things because I want to learn from them. There's too many people, just very quickly, a lesson on that, there's too many people, and especially in real estate, it seems like when you get a real estate license, you get an ego card. And everybody has an ego. And there's right. so many people that have too big of an ego. Number one, that's why they don't like to share education. Number two is their ego prevents them from realizing that they can do more if they partner with other people and they just want to keep everything to themselves. And so I think it's awesome that you, you put your ego aside and said, I want to be with the winners because I can learn more and I can do more and help more people. Right. Yeah, and that's a great point because so many... I was at that point whenever I first started, I was paying to be an agent and I just left a job that was paying me to, to not really go anywhere in life. And so how agents pay to want to be a real mm -hmm. estate agent mind boggles me because one, it's so expensive. Like I don't know if they have sugar daddies and sugar mamas. <laughs> to me, the, the math just doesn't add up <laughs> personally. That's just what it, what it reminds me of. And I, at the beginning of this, you know I'm an S personality, I started to get emotional thinking about where my life was four years ago and having to work so hard to get traction and get started in real estate. And as much as the pain hurt to get started and to have those 90 hour work weeks, it's so worth it to surround yourself with the right people, to surround yourself on a team who want to help others mm -hmm. and to see where I was then versus where I am now. Yeah, so let's break that down. That's a great transition is, let's talk about your success on the team. Once you transition, obviously now, almost four years later, you're a top producer, you're in leadership, your life looks drastically different than it did four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about like your first year on the team. I wanna, I wanna jump in just real quick. One pattern that I've noticed across the board is anyone that has success goes through something very difficult first. Um, just as I've heard Matt, your story and Amanda's story and now Lauren's story, anyone who has achieved success, generally it didn't just fall in your lap. You worked really hard for it. So just for anyone out there, know that before you go after this, you're gonna, it's going to have to get really hard before uh, it gets excellent. And I want to share a quick, a quick little story on that was, um, and that, again, it makes me so emotional because it's, I don't really reflect too often on where I've come from to where I am now. But um, so last week we got to go to EXP um, in Cabo. And so we went Matt, Amanda, Ryan, our COO, and then myself and my husband. And my husband and I were walking on the beach and <laughs> said to each other, can you believe four, or no, it was a lot longer than that. Um, 14 years ago, we were renting our apartment was like 700 square foot. We were paying $300 a month and we had plastic furniture for our, <laughs> for our entertainment center, for our, um, for our nightstands. And we went from plastic furniture to a beautiful house now at Lake of the Ozarks. He has his dream 40 by 60 shop and all because we chose not to settle and to not give up. So it's just, it's funny that you mentioned that, so. Told you I'd make her cry. <laughs> was that a bet? I'm not I wasn't going to take it. I was like, I'm going to lose. <laughs> so so that's, that's awesome. That's, um, you kind of you 
jumped ahead a little bit with your name <laughs> oh, on sorry. the lake. Um, but I know, I remember one of the, I don't remember how early on, but I remember having a conversation with you about like, what, what is Lauren, Lauren's goals? What does Lauren want? Um, and I pulled out of you eventually that you wanted to move to the Lake of the Ozarks, buy your dream home there, so that your husband could spend more time fishing because that's a passion of his. And so it's so crazy to think just in three years or less, you made that happen. Um, and so you, by buying into the team systems and putting the work that you put in and helping the people that you were able to help, you were able to achieve that dream that was something that you, honestly, when you told me, it took me forever to get it out of you because you didn't believe it was possible. No. And in three years, you made it happen. So talk us a little bit through that journey. What what allowed Lauren to accomplish her, her honestly, at that time, it was your lifelong dream mm-hmm. in three years? Oh, man. Well, yeah, so as far as where it started, um, since I, since Jonathan and I have been together, um, which is about 15 years this year, he has lived and breathed fishing. If you guys know him, he has fishing <laughs> tattoos. He's got this big fancy boat. Don't ask me what type it is. I just know he goes fishing on it a lot. And we've always said, you know, we saw when we think of ourselves in the future and on in that rocking chair by each other, it was always at Lake of the Ozarks. And so that's always been a goal of ours. Um, and we always wanted to strive to get there. So he had, he's worked at his last job. He's not a real estate agent (laughs) for since he, right after high school. And, um, I'm very thankful for it. It provided for us. It kept a roof over our head. Um, but again, when you carry the zeros over, it just was not gonna get us to the lake. Um, moving is expensive, changing jobs, changing schools. There's so many factors that go into it. And so as, as far as that journey, um, and I guess it's more of my personality. Um, once, once my mind is set on something, and it could be the stubborn part of me too, I'm going for uh-huh. it. There's no stopping me. And I guess that's just kind of what I kept my eyes on. I, I was going to ask about that. With, with this dream, Is it was it your impossible dream or was it the dream I will achieve? I, I think I had, you know, that... The, the shoulder thing, kind of like in, in Cabo there, um, one of the agents had, Liz, had said that she has someone on her shoulder who says that she can do it, and one that, her, her Cheryl, that says she can't. Was this the crazy lady? <laughs> this was Liz, yeah. It's where she's like, Cheryl, blah, blah, blah. She's nuts. And so I think that's 50-50 because uh-huh. sometimes I'm like, I get that traction, I get that momentum. I'm like, yeah, I can I can see the lake house. I can see the lake house. Mm-hmm. And then you have that person that's like, well, do you really see the lake house? Yeah. And, but something that was so helpful is my husband and I, we, we always, even if we don't agree with what each other Mm -hmm. wants in life, we always support each other. And so we've, he's one that's like, well, you know, we can, we'll keep pushing off our dream to like the Mm -hmm. Ozarks, but me, I'm like, I'm set on it. But because the power of the team and because what you guys have created you guys, it's not just about what your business goals are, but it's what are your personal goals. And so I always had the team um, multiple times from Matt, Ryan, Don, mm-hmm. Lauren, how close are you to getting your lake house? And that constant reminder of even, you know, when you're in the trenches and just feeling down and you get that question asked, it's like, 
Heck yeah. You that's know, that's what I need to go towards. 100%. That's, that's something I wanted to break down a little bit is that it's so important if you are a leader and let's face it, everybody listening is a leader in some way. Mm-hmm. There are people in your life that look up to you. I don't care. I don't care who you are. There are people in your life that look up to you whether you know it or not. And so it is your responsibility as a leader to help people accomplish their goals. And so it's very important that you have people in your life that will push you to strive for more, that will help you accomplish what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I remember the conversation with Lauren in goal setting, and she just wanted to talk very micro goals and now, now, now. And I had to, it took forever for me to get her to, to pull out of her that she had this dream of being at the lake. If I feel like if I wouldn't have had that conversation with Lauren and I wouldn't have pulled that information out of her and she wouldn't have felt comfortable sharing that with me, it still would have happened. Lauren would have made it happen, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have happened as quickly. And I think it's just very, very crucial that if you, right now, if you are listening, you are a leader, either you need a leader in your life that is comfortable doing that or you mm-hmm. need to be the leader in somebody right. else's life that is comfortable pulling people's goals out because what happens is now, now that Lauren has accomplished that, what are, what's the domino effect of that? Now you realize that, guess what? My big goals weren't very big. No. <laughs> and what else is possible in this life, right? So much yeah. more. On top of that, what you have done, whether you know it or not, is now you've given permission to other people on the team to live out their dream because they've seen you do it. And they know that it's possible for them also. And so by actually doing the work that you've done, it's awesome you've accomplished it for yourself and your family. But I don't know if you realize that by you doing that has given everybody else in this team permission to be successful too. And that's huge because there's too many people in this world that are scared of success. Today's society doesn't always look the best upon successful people, right? They think, oh, well, they must be greedy or they're just about the money. The truth is money is a magnifying glass and money does not define success in my opinion. Success, my definition of success, I stole this from one of my mentors, Andy Frisella, is the pursuit of one's true potential. So I will never, ever, ever be successful. You know why? Because I can always do more. The next day, I want to be better. I'm always growing and learning. And so, but that was a a tangent that's very important, though, that I want you guys to realize. Number one, if you're listening out there, you have permission to be successful, right? Number two is that if you are successful, share that with other people. Share what you've done in a, don't be conceited about it, be very humble. Mm -hmm. Um, Share it in a humble way, but now you are giving other people. I was talking in Cabo to some of our business partners there that um, he's a a great leader, he's a great coach, um, and he was just, he had some mental blocks that I was helping work work through with him, and I told him, like, man, you have to, you owe it to these people to share that. I said, you have to get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. Like, part of leadership is we struggle with um, imposter syndrome. Yes. Right? Like, I, I still struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised that there's people listening to me right now on a podcast. You know? Same. Like, it's insane to me because I'm just the same guy that I've always been. What I've realized by sharing my journey, sharing my story, sharing my successful notes that I've, that I've shared, it's helping other people. And you owe it to other people to share that. Share your version of your story. So, um, that was a quick tangent. Um, so, let's get, back, let's get back to Lauren's story. Let's get back to... Take us back to the moment that you realized that you were able to buy that dream home for you and your family. Well, and I'll, I'll hit on that in just a moment, but I do want to add number three to your points is that surround, your, surround yourself with people who care enough 
to dig deep to mm-hmm. find those goals. Yes. Because more than likely, I, I'm not saying this for, for sure, but if I had to self-discover with myself as to why I didn't want to share that, um, it could have been like, well, what if he doesn't want to train me? What if he's afraid I, I'm just going to go open my own office mm-hmm. at the lake? And what if he just asked me to leave the team? Um, but at some point, he deposited enough value that I was willing to share that this is my goal. And I knew that if I surrounded myself with the right people and that you believed in me, I had my husband's support. Mm-hmm. I knew we were going to work together to achieve our family's dream. Um, surrounding yourself with people who support you and Mm -hmm. aren't there to tell you you're not good enough and that you'll never achieve it. Surround yourself with the right people. Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about the... The environment environment of trust and support. Mm -hmm. Like, if if your environment doesn't have trust, if you don't trust each other and you don't have support for other people, don't get me wrong, support doesn't always look and feel like support. Just like love doesn't always look and feel like love. Tough love's a thing for a reason, right? Um, But you have to be surround yourself. Again, proximity is power. Go back and listen to episode eight, Mm -hmm. seven. Seven, I think, yeah. Proximity is power. We talk about that in depth, but you have to surround yourself with people that believe in you and want to help you accomplish Mm -hmm. your things. If Lauren, that's a great point from your perspective. You hadn't felt safe in the environment, you would have never shared that with me. Mm Right. I, I, I never thought about that until you just said it. That's a great perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think so many people hold back from sharing that because because of that same mindset. And I'm so fortunate to have been that everything aligned four years ago. And again, just sharing like if you're if you're scared or if you're uncomfortable and you're in that position, you have no idea what lies ahead of you if mm-hmm. you do not take that jump. And if you don't trust someone like me trusting you and Amanda and Ryan to be there for us and support us, um, even though I know it's still on me to take the action, when we're, when we're not so motivated or when we're in the trenches and just not all there to have that additional boost mm-hmm. of energy when you need it and to help refocus what you're set on, it's, it's, I mean, it just goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So Well, and you were talking about the two different voices that you kind of have on your shoulder. One that says you can do this, you can achieve this dream. And the other that says, ah, I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Right. Um, which voice you feed drastically impacts what you're going to be able to do moving forward. So it sounds like exactly. one of your first tips for everybody listening is surround yourself with people that help feed the voice that will uh, move you to success. Yeah, knock that little sucker off your shoulder. <laughs> So, so walk us through, Lauren, um, why, why buying the lake house was your dream and then how did you accomplish that? Um, so as far as the lake, um, I, they talk about people who have like the, the water energy, the fire energy. There is something. I've never heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe. Maybe it's like one of those Facebook quizzes. I don't know. Um, water has always been my peace. I can sit and look at water all day long. So wait a minute. Go back to the water, fire energy. So you're in water energy. You want to see water. There's people that want to live by fire. Yeah, something like that. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna do another podcast on it, but I, I'm pretty sure there's something like that. Water is my peace. Okay. Yes, water. Right, water anyway, is so. yeah, yeah. like it. It calms me down. Sure. It's whenever I, um, anytime I go to the ocean or if I'm at the lake, I will always wake up early, catch the sunrise. Mm-hmm. And spend that time to visualize, reflect, and just be in that moment. And so why not have that every single day? 
And so that was, I think for me, that was my biggest thing. My husband would tell you it's because he wants to be closer to the water, to go <laughs> fishing. Um, so it was a win-win for both of us. And I was thinking, you know, he fishes a lot. If we move, maybe we'll be able to spend more time together. And that's not how it works. But in that moment, I thought that's how it would work. Um, and so I, just, I loved the water. I love to swim. Um, love the sun. Love it, it really speaks to your heart. Uh, it so, does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Strong dream. So let's yes. talk about how you accomplished that. How did you accomplish that? That was, a, that was a dream. That was a vision. That was something that you wanted for you and your family. How, how did you achieve it? Um, well, and I think that starting out, you get what you give. And so luckily, I cared more about helping people and problem solving or and problem solving than Yes, I really wanted a, a lake house, but I love to help people. And I think that just in return, I got the lake house out of it. And so, and that's why even once I got the lake house, that was last April. And um, still last year, I hmm. sold 57 homes. Yeah. I just, it's just a byproduct of me doing what I love to do. 100%. So there's so much gold in what you just said. So let me break that down. I was going to say, you get what you give. You have uh, a lake house, your dream now. So you must have given a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. And, but it's because she has that mindset. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to your avatar of your average real estate agent. There's too many people in this business that are in this business for the wrong reasons. Right? And so part of why our team exists and how we think and why culture is so important is because I experienced some of that. Uh, if you want to hear more of my story, listen to episode one where I break that down. But so there, good. <laughs> there are some people um, in this industry that are, don't do things for the right reasons. And what we look at every single day is, number one, is a privilege for us to be in a position where we help people with the biggest purchase or sale of their life on a daily basis. Like, that's a privilege. We don't take that for advantage. They're not just another number. They're not just a paycheck. It's a privilege for us to be able to serve those people. And so what Lauren said is you get what you give. So I define that as the law of reciprocity. I give as much as I can possibly give with zero expectations of anything in return. And when my mindset shifted to that, I've gotten and received more than I ever thought I could in my entire life. Right. Like it's, it's so important that you guys are listening. It sounds very simple. You get what you give. Like you could just blow that off. But I want you to understand the importance of you have to give for the right reasons. You have to give for the sake of giving. Right, And so I know Lauren's heart, and I know for a fact she means that. Yes, she wanted her lake house, but what did she want more? She wanted to help people. Mm -hmm. There was people that needed her. There was people that wanted to buy a new house for them and their family. She, she cared so much about them and put them first. Guess what? She was able to achieve her dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, I didn't, Colin will usually prep me on questions because he knows my personality. <laughs> I didn't get to see any of these questions today. My bad. So <laughs> for it to... For us to break down this, where I, my journey, it's it's really eye opening and breaking it down. Like I, I truly love to help people, and I get made fun of because I, yeah, I get cry, I'm emotional, and <laughs> I love good stories. And but at the end of the day, it does not. Someone asked me yesterday, um, uh, what was what price did you get that home under contract for, and what's your commission? Mm -hmm. I have no idea. I know that. I help secure my client's dream home. Yep. Hmm. And that's just what I, I don't know, that's just my go-to. Yeah. So. It, it reminds me of a little bit of my story of that, like, the looking through my pinions boards. Breaking and, the calculator. And, like, stomping mm -hmm. the calculator and throwing it away. Like, because it's, 
the people matter way more than the numbers, right? Yeah. And it's so awesome. That's the first time I've ever heard you say that, by the way. So that's awesome that, I mean, I knew that's how you thought, but mm-hmm. to hear you process it, like, proud dad moment. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just very, very cool to hear you say that because that's, that's why you are winning. That's why we are winning as a team. And that's why I want everybody listening to win is because if, if you are good people that do things for the right reasons, the world has a way of repaying you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and, and I mean, the relationships that you get with it. Um, I was talking to a past client last night, and her and I were both on the phone, again, crying. It was <laughs> I know you guys are surprised, but um, driving home last night and just sharing stories with each other. And so the, even, you know, she bought a house two years ago, and to still have those relationships with these people, what we are doing, yes, we're assisting people with the biggest transaction of their mm-hmm. life, but the relationship that comes out of it is even bigger than that. And you have no idea what impact you are making on a person. You have no idea what that conversation will lead to, and you have no idea. God has a plan for all of us in this journey, and you have you don't know what difference you will make in that person's life. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, I just love to help people. Yep. And because of that, because of your heart, because of your work ethic, because you're just so focused on helping people, your life has changed forever. It has. Is it fair to say that your life will never, ever be the same again? No. You'll never live on plastic chairs. <laughs> we have no plastic furniture in our house. <laughs> None. All right. So let's fast forward um, here. So you're now you're living in your dream home. Um, you skipped over this very quickly, but I wrote it down. Your husband now quit his job. Yeah, is now a real estate agent mm-hmm. slash yeah. fisherman. Yes. Doing both, right? Um, I know I talked to you yesterday. We were talking about something. Uh, <laughs> and I said, hey, where's your husband? Is he coming? No, he's, he's fishing. Uh, so. Yeah, we were supposed to have a meeting with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was busy. He was occupied. Um, but um, anyway, it's, it's so important that you're able to do that. And, and that led to something else, a new venture that we just that we just started. Mm-hmm. You, sent yes. you sent me some picture of some keys the other day. What were those all about? The keys were to our new lake office. <laughs> so exciting. High fives for everyone. Yes. So new Lauren being, let's go back. Let's recap. This is, this is Colin's job. He's way better at it than I am. <laughs> is that, so Lauren had this dream and vision that mm-hmm. because of the environment, she felt safe sharing that she wanted to buy a lake house for her and her family. Um, and because our environment was that such that I, I wasn't going to let her get away with not telling me anyway, <laughs> um, but she also felt safe enough to say that, but I, I owed it to her to figure out what she really wanted in life. Mm-hmm. It's more than just, I want to sell 20 homes. It's why do you want to sell those 20 homes? What mm-hmm. do you want to accomplish? Right. Um, and then because of that, she was able to achieve it because she's focused on helping people. She's now living in her dream home. Her husband has his dream shop so he can park his boat and wash it every day like I know he does. Um, and, and also, you are now able to serve a whole new market for our team where you bought your dream home. Mm-hmm. We're able to change more lives and impact more people because of all those things I just mentioned. Yes. And uh, again, I just want to say thank you for literally just helping make our dreams come true and you did the work it was amazing (laughs) well i would john and i would not be able to do it without the team support even when he wasn't on the team he still had your support he still had amanda support the whole teams um luckily we're a big family so (laughs) husbands are involved and um it's just it's so surreal that again four years ago hey Mm -hmm. this is what we want to do and then we had another goal hey we we offer services unlike any other no one does that Lake of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. 
And so why not, if we're really good at helping people, why not take that to another yeah, market? 100%. We can help so. more people that way. Lauren, I got a question for you. What's your next big impossible dream? Oh, this is good. Um, I want to be Matt Smith's neighbor in Puerto Rico. Ooh, all right. <laughs> I don't know if he wants that, but I have this vision of me and Amanda uh-huh. just um, hanging out, enjoying the beach, because I know Amanda loves the beach, mm-hmm. too. And, yeah. Well, proclamation is power, so uh, you heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep you accountable. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. That's part ties into part of we're going all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so we good. We do what we I want. Yeah. But, yeah. So it's um, part of the um, public declaration I made while we were in Cabo mm-hmm. is that I I owe it to more people to share the opportunity to partner with us at EXP, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. through that, hopefully we can neighbor with um, some other people in Puerto Rico. Um, and that's that's Love awesome. That. And again, let's let's break that down though. Like it's. Lauren having the guts to say that I wanted to have a lake house. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It, it opened the door for me and Amanda. Guess what we now have? A lake house. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. saying that I want to speak on stage and help change more lives with EXP and partner with more people to show them the light and help them and train them and coach them. And by doing that, I want to, let's just be honest, I want to lose. <laughs> Brent Gove says this all the time. I lost control of my income in a positive way mm-hmm. because I focus on helping more people. Like, and so I want to live on the beach in Puerto Rico. I shared that with Lauren, and mm-hmm. now guess what? Apparently she wants to be my neighbor. But it's about sharing those goals with mm-hmm. other people that are like-minded. And now Lauren's going to hold me accountable because she wants mm-hmm. to live in Puerto Rico too, right? So yeah. now I have to hold up my neighbor. <laughs> I mean, that's the power of that proximity. That right. it's You guys are both building each other up and moving towards those goals. Right. 100%. So, Lauren, let's talk about the new lake office. So, um, what what has you most excited about our new opportunities at the Lake of the Ozarks? Um, so, four years ago, there was probably about 12 to 15 people on the team. And, again, because we have the mindset of abundance, we now have, between both offices, over 50 people. Mm-hmm. And so, with the lake, again, it it gives us another opportunity to not only give back to the community, to not only help people buy and sell at Lake of the Ozarks, which is a different market than the two that we currently serve. It's more second home, um, lakefront, vacation living, um, investment properties. Um, So again, it just opens up more doors to help even more people. And we're really good at it. Why not maximize what you're good at? Mm So love it. And so, um, if you if you're listening and you uh, want a new venture for Lake Bills, we are hiring. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are, we are uh, we are going to change some more lives there. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Um, so yes. Um, also, if you have referrals there, hey, we love referrals. Um, just to Amen. Change one hundred percent. So, Laura, let's let's end this episode with some lessons that you learned. Maybe um, a few key points that you want to share with people that really helped you on your journey to success that we can just provide value to the people on what helped you be successful in your story and how they can apply it to themselves? Um, man, that's a good question. I'll recap two of them and maybe that'll uh, spark it in general. The first one was the proximity side of things of who are you surrounding yourself with and how that feeds your dream. And then the first one, I guess, actually before that would be the mindset, uh, the dream that I am going to pursue this. So have a big goal. And then surround yourself with people that will help you achieve that goal. 
I love it. So I what else, will. Though? I will give you five. Five things. So yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you gotta subtract and add, and the power squared. So five. Five things. Mindset, absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. Proximity, surround yourself with the right people. And if you're not by the right people, if you're not surrounded, you owe it to yourself to be honest with those people and say, you are not what I need in my life. Mm-hmm. And that is A-okay. And if they don't like it, that's why you're removing them in the first place. <laughs> um, so proximity, put and I learned this from Jesse Itzler, make a seat at the table. You owe it to yourself to sit down at the table. You owe it to yourself to put your rooms, yourself in a room with rock stars and Cabo to be surrounded by a thousand agents who absolutely mind blowing and they all just want to give back to people. Mm-hmm. So proximity. Uh, this one I learned from the Matt Smith it was uh, <laughs> remove the emotion. There are so many emotions throughout whether... We may or may not have just talked about this yesterday. <laughs> yes. True <Again>. story. True <laughs> story. This is like a weekly thing, Yeah, I, I always need a reminder, but remove the emotion, whether it's um, working with other agents, whether it's working within the team, whether it's removing the emotion with buyers and sellers, you mm. have to remove it and focus on what you can control. And Control the controllables. Yes. If there are things in this world that you can't control, why in the hell are you stressing out about it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, I mean, it's huge. The, my first full year I sold, I think it was 40, 44 homes and I worked over 90 hours a week. And then last year, because I have followed these steps and have removed the emotion, I was able to help even more people. And so I'll take off two and a half months <laughs> for other things. So, um, so emotion and then the next would be leverage learn to leverage yourself and so whether that's um within a team for example using showing partners whether that's um if you're an individual agent getting a transaction coordinator a listing Mm -hmm. coordinator learn to leverage your time um and then i knew i should have wrote down the last thing but i had it um the last oh the last thing was And it kind of ties back to mindset, but again, just remind yourself that you get what you give. And if you're always in the mindset of giving, whatever your vision, whatever your goals are, they'll just naturally come. Mm -hmm. If I were to focus on the lake house, it would, I think it would sidetrack me from focusing on what I was enjoying doing and focusing on helping people. Mm -hmm. 100%. So So there's a couple things I want to break down. So I was actually, um, I'm fortunate enough now to be... um, a coach with uh, Jet Black um, Select Coach, and I was on a call with a coaching client yesterday, um, and he was asking me about just different things and opportunities. And he said, "Matt, I listened to your podcast on um, proximity is power." And he said, "I listen to all of them, actually." I'm like, "Well, that's awesome." Right. He's listened to all of them, um, and he said, "I keep hearing over and over and over again that you you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, mm-hmm. and you don't want to be the smartest one in the room." <laughs> he said, "So tell me more about that." And so I broke that down, and Lauren's talking about that with proximity, is being in a room in Cabo with people that are, like, in our small town, we're number, we've been number one six, seven years in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever we get in these rooms with people that are the elite of the elite, what we realize is that we're, 
it, it checks your ego, mm-hmm. right? And you yes. realize that there's still more to learn. There's still more to be. And so what he said to me is he said, I have a problem. He said, I have a problem. I need you to help me solve it. He said, the rooms that I'm in, I'm the smartest person in them. Mm-hmm. And I said, dude, that's a huge fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't realize how big of a problem that is. You wonder why you have to, you're paying me to coach for growth. Mm-hmm. It's because, and he's probably going to listen to this. And this is what I told him. I said, you have, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family to be the dumbest person in the next room you go in. Mm-hmm. Yep. How can you find a room that is so high, that is so much leveled up, that you're in there and you feel so uncomfortable and out of place? Yes. That's the room mm-hmm. you have to be in. That's how. That's where real growth occurs. That's where the proximity matters. And what is so crucial about this step, so many people are scared to do it, including myself. Mm-hmm. I was scared to do it too. What I've realized is the people that are at the top are the ones that believe in contribution. They're the ones, they are way easier to get along with. They're way easier, more sharing. They're way more able to help you or willing to help you than the people that are in the middle or low middle. Because those people are still surviving on ego. And they think that they have it all. And I, we did, we talked about this in one of the episodes, Collins. The people that, that appear rich, mm-hmm. appear wealthy, mm-hmm. they are, they're, they're just in more debt. They're making $150,000 a year and they owe, they own everything that they have, mm-hmm. right? They just, now their payments equal their income. They just want to appear that way. Those people are doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Lauren said, she gives to give, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, if you get, the more you give, the more you get, right? And so you have to realize that if you're in those rooms and you realize that you get in the rooms with the giants, the people that are truly successful, mm-hmm. not the appearance of success, the truly successful people, they will help you. They will give you the shirt off their back because you know how they become that successful because they like giving. Because they're doing things for the right reasons. They know that contribution always wins. Um, and then there's another thing that you that I wanted to break down. is you said leverage. Leverage is huge in anybody's business. Whether you're an agent, whether you're a leader, whether you're a parent, it doesn't matter. Leverage is crucial to success in life. So one of the questions that I ask, and I'm going to ask you agents that are listening right now. If you had to pick, you can only pick one. You get, you get, more, you get more time or more money. Mm-hmm. You can't have both. Which one is more important to you? Because most people, most high performers, 98% of high performers, you know what they're going to answer? They want more time. <laughs> they want more time. And so how do you create more yeah. time? It's by leverage. That's one of the powers of our team is that we're able to leverage each other, leverage our marketing, leverage um, showing partners, leverage our transaction coordinators, listing court, leverage all of that so that Lauren can still sell be a top producer on the number 15 team in the nation, sell 57 homes, and take two and a half months off. <laughs> right, and I think that, you know, where where I see at least colleagues and other agents run into is they're like, well, that's my client. The, how is someone else going to take care of them? Mm-hmm. You have, I, I recommend reading books to help you break through that and trusting the people that you're surrounding yourself with. If you're not surrounding yourself with someone that can take over that, that can handle the paperwork and communicating with title and the lender and appraiser, find yourself someone that you trust enough to do that. But you're you're not going to grow unless you learn to leverage yourself. You're going to be in that hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. 100%. And you're eventually going to get worn out and burn out. Yeah. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, so Lauren, give us some uh, wonderful knowledge to close us up. How do you want to this? I just want to say thank you guys. This was, I was really nervous at the beginning of this, but you guys just make it so easy. Great topics. Um, I love the all or nothing that you've been, the platform Mm -hmm. that you've been creating over this time. And um, I'm really thankful to be here today and 
Yeah, thank you guys. Mm-hmm. It was so yes. good to like really <laughs> walk through my journey. Awesome. I've never done well, that thank before. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. I asked Lauren before the show started. I said, "Hey, what what are some things that are off topic?" Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, "Nothing. I'm an open book." So I appreciate you being open and vulnerable. Um, so you're the first person to cry on our show. So congratulations. Um, hopefully, not, hopefully not the last. I would have, I would have, I would have guessed it would have been more than one. Right. Um, more than one time you cried, but it's okay. Um, at least it's so good. Absolutely. Um, more than, so, guys, to, to Lauren's point is that this we what we are doing with All or Nothing, it's a movement. We are trying to build a community of contribution. So if you're listening to this episode, if you're watching it, wherever you're hearing this right now, do people a favor and share this with them. Um, mm-hmm. We're not charging. We're not running ads. We're not doing anything. All we're doing is we're creating a movement. We're trying to share this with people. Um, we're trying to help more people change more lives. We're mm-hmm. just giving just to give. Yep. And I would say, too, if you're one of those people that are, like, scared and you're afraid that you're going to be rejected, reaching out to someone in all or nothing, <laughs> do not be. I was one of the scared people who was afraid to put myself in big rooms mm-hmm. until Matt pretty much said, too bad, you're doing it. And <laughs> I'm so glad. I wish I would have done it sooner because mm-hmm. I, I've i now been to three or four conferences, and each time I find myself getting more comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm, I like that. Don't, don't wait, reach out. We are more than happy to help. Matt gives, 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 and gives, and Mm. we'll, we'll not shut you down. Yep. 100%. We want to help. So reach out to us if we can Mm -hmm. help you. And if you know a friend that we can help, share this episode, share this movement, share this group with them. Yep. Um, We just want to help more people. For sure. And like we've been talking about, or Lauren's been uh, saying, proximity is power. So if you want to be in one of those rooms where hopefully you can be one of the dumbest people in the room, <laughs> join our uh, Facebook group, uh, the, the private group. We've got uh, a lot of people sharing, a lot of people giving. Um, uh, if you want to reach out to Lauren, she's, she's in the group as well. So you can say hi or stop by her new lake office. Yeah. Yes. Um, let me close with this, is that we have a big event coming up that Lauren and I will both be at, and we would love for you guys to come. Reach out to us if you want more information, but it's going to be a special yeah. very special mm-hmm. keynote speaker. Um, you may have heard of him. I don't know. Um, Tony Robbins. Um, what? So excited. Yeah, Tony, Robbins, Tony Robbins event, and we, we were trying to get a big group of people there um, and uh, just show support and just learn and change more lives. So if you want to be a part of that, reach out to us. Um, we'd be happy to give you the information. Um, we may or may not actually give away a ticket or two. But, um, so if you're love interested it. in that, reach out to us. We're happy to happy to help and would love to, uh, to to see you out there and network. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually trying to coordinate a party bus and a big dinner with everybody that comes with us. All right, and I think I'll match I'll match your free ticket too. So you give out a free ticket, I'll give out a free ticket. There we go. All right, right here first. There we go. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate right. it. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of All or Nothing in Real Estate. If you found anything this valuable, please share this with your friends. All or Nothing in Real Estate is a passion project of mine. This business has done so much for me and my family, and this is my way to give back. I'm also a real estate coach with Chet Black Select Coaching. So if you are interested in having a coaching consultation with me, please check out the link below. All or Nothing in Real Estate is not just a podcast. It is a movement. It is a community of contribution that is single-handedly designed to help change the real estate community in a positive way. So make sure you're following us on all social social platforms and subscribe to us on YouTube. Most importantly, make sure you've requested to join All or Nothing in Real Estate's private Facebook group. That is a private group that we keep in exclusive content and we do it in a private setting to make sure it remains a community of contribution. There's a lot of great in-depth content there for free. So please make sure you join that group as well. And again, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. If you found this of value, please share this with your friends. It is my goal to give back and contribute to make this industry better for all of us. Thanks again. Thank you.